When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the people that listen on Patreon. Just in general, thank you. And across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Push it real good. Oh, you're already back on that. Hello. I'm great. I just, uh, we were doing that before the show. I'm ready. Let's do, let's have a show. Hello, chattels. It sounds a lot better than before the show, to be honest. But uh, hi, how are you? How are things? Oh, I'm a person. Great. Let's listen to this person. My son told me a story. So we've become a big bidet family. Listen, we're also a big jet ski family now. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know that, but I started wearing uh, hats backwards on a regular basis. You're just a family that loves anything that squirts water. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love, um, I've been wearing tank tops and backwards hats to pick up my pizzas. Sure. Where sure. I just, I say a lot of bro. I yeah. go, bro, you get, you get pineapple? Bro, are the ranch inside the box? Okay, bro. It's a lot of that. Yeah, I assume you show up flip flops. Like those, uh, the board shorts, tank top, yeah. and the backwards hat. Yeah. Squirt gun, because yeah. as you mentioned earlier. Anything that squirts. You got a squirt absolutely. gun. You got a squirt gun, but you have it strapped over your shoulder. Yeah. Sometimes uh, I'll, when just I have in to case, By the bad, way, just in case a bad guy with a squirt gun comes around onto the lake. That's right. I'm a good guy with a squirt gun. And what I like to do is uh, <laughs> when I have to pee a lot... When I leave it till the last exact moment and I know I'm going to have some real turbulence, I like to turn the bidet on and I like to actually piss into the water of the bidet and fight it back towards the bidet opening like uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Sure. I like to, I like, Isaac, get in here. We got to push it back. Yeah, it's so, like, uh, it's like in those town festivals where they're like, come watch the two teams of firefighters spray a beach ball back and forth you're doing that yeah a lot of people will do kegels to tighten up their urethra i um i actually forcefully push out 
and and fight back bidet water. So that's crazy. I'm trying to create a more lazy urethra. I think your urethra is probably the laziest fucking urethra that's ever existed. I, I think your urethra is like an old tube sock that you see that some guy has managed to wear tube socks and uh, sandals to the beach. He's 70. And one of them is just almost around his sandal. It's so loose. That's what I, that's what I, how I picture your urethra. Yeah, my urethra ain't getting no job. I tell you that much. This is not how this was supposed to go. So, Isaac told me this story where you were a bidet family. And he said, I can't remember exactly how it started, but he said something like, you ever really open it up to get everything out of there? Okay. And what I assumed was, you know, obviously you don't want to be clinched when you're using a bidet because then you, the bidet is not working. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's particles in the, let's call it a door jam, Right. Okay. And so you have to open it up a little bit. You have to bloom. You have to bloom your flower. And then it gets everything. Now now you're going a little bit inside to clean out everything that's going on. So not to gross anybody out, but that's what happens with a bidet. Well, Isaac told me he likes to open it up a little bit, really get in there. But then he told he was driving to work and he thought he had to fart. And he just like sprayed water. So he was... He inject. He basted himself like a turkey. He basted his own asshole and filled himself like a water balloon, and then thought it was fart. But it was just bidet water, and so he had to go home because everything was wet. He said he had to go home. Oh fuck! That made me laugh so hard just thinking of, just thinking of how he's gonna have to like you know, clean me up when I piss my pants when I'm 65, sure. probably. Uh, and just the now he's got a little experience with it. So that's good. But also so funny that he sucked up water through his bee, through his buttle, and then sprayed it back out. Now, this could be used for good. You could actually, you know, fill yourself up with a bidet and then somebody starts talking shit and you just turn around and spray them like a skunk. That I don't sounds like that. fantastic. I, don't I like love that. it. I don't like I love that. it so much. I don't like that. It saves on underwear because you don't wear them anymore. No, come on. You just have a quick draw. You have to turn, flip de flu, and then squeak right into them. I'm now I'm starting to enjoy this. I'm gonna try my hardest to fill my butthole up with water and just to see if I can do it. I have nothing. <laughs> well, we're only five minutes in. So I, think of something. I have brought nothing. Well, let's start here. Oh, your eyes are wide. I hope that Justin takes a screenshot of what was just happening. You looked like the craziest person of crazies. The I had a... Let me tell you about my... Best and worst interactions since the last time we spoke. That's fine. But when you tell me, will you do me one favor? Sure. Will you push it real good? So the let's go with the worst first because the best one involves food and I don't feel good tying that one to what just happened. I want to put a gap. Normally, I'd go best okay. first because I'm a positive person, but in theory. Oh, but sure. Is that right? Well, I'd like theory. a bit of a countdown. 
I like a bit of a countdown. And also, I like that you said worst first, like you work at uh, Jungle Jim's food flea market. Yep. So, I had to go to rent something. I needed something. I'm not gonna, we're not going to discuss names of businesses. Uh, okay. I had to go rent something. And so I went to... Where was it? Does it rhyme with drothel? So I had to go to... I didn't go to a, a brothel? Yeah. Oh, good job. No, I'm not renting a, a human. I needed a tool. Okay, thank you. So this is like one of these shops and they... So a couple great things happen. One, they have a bunch of plants outside and they, were sell, they sell trees at this place. And okay. the trees are in buckets, you know, those big planter buckets. And there's sure. some, like, old guy out there that was walking on his phone and just ran into one of the trees because <laughs> he wasn't looking. <laughs> just, like, knocked the tree over and kind of stumbled and the dirt spilled. But there were enough people out there that he had to go get one of the employees and be like, I knocked your tree over. It was great. It was really great. That's very fun. I'm, when I'm old, I'm going to do shit like that all the time. I'm going to bump into stuff. I'm going to accidentally, accidentally, air quotes, back into people in parking lots that I did not enjoy inside the store. I'm going to most likely bidet squirt all over someone. We don't know. Uh, so I go into the store and I'm getting my thing and I'm talking to the guy at the counter. And we're like in this brutal small talk, right? brutal like oh yeah sure is a hot one out there today isn't it you're like it is a hot one out there today we're really we're really having we started with weather and when you start with weather it's not going anywhere good after weather exactly and so then he goes well what are you up to today and i said the truth i was like well you know got a little chore to do and then i'm just gonna enjoy the day it's a nice day i'm just gonna enjoy myself and, so, and I want to point out, before I overreact, uh, that he started this conversation. Okay. He said, what are you up to today? Right. You don't want an answer? Don't ask the question. Thank you. He, he responded to my going to enjoy the day with, must be nice. Oh, one of these guys. I fuck, I hate that. That's like my least favorite sentence on the planet. Must be, must be good, because it inherently implies that I have it easier than you, and right. I, you know, g- good for you. I wish that was my life. You know, you've, I, I don't like it. And so... I, I wish as an adult I could make a, a decision to enjoy my day, but you know, I can't. I work at the tree shop. The tree also place, rental place shop. And so yeah. that is not named... And so uh, it goes deeper than that. So I was like, so I'm back, but I'm like, yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to give him what he wants and just kind of back down from it. So I'm like, yeah, I will. I think it's going to be really good. I like, you know, I, you know, I think it's, I'd like to take, you know, anytime it's nice out, I like to take some time and enjoy it. So I, now I'm kind of right. being a bitch about it. And <laughs> he goes, well, I've only missed three days of work in 30 years. That's. Yuck. So then I said, oh, is this your shop? And he goes, nope, but I've been the manager for 15 years now. So I said, uh, oh, man, that's a total bummer. 
Like, because that's, <laughs> it just, I don't, and he didn't even really understand how to react. I'm sure every time he says that, everybody's like, good for you, you're a man. Like, I don't, that sentence genuinely bummed me out. And now we're in this, like, stumbling, we clearly are not the same man conversation. And he just kind of, well, you know what, I think the most important thing a person can be is hardworking. I don't think that at all. I don't like. Yeah. I'm not even. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had people come back from trips to Mexico and they're like, well, the shops aren't even open from two to four. They're taking naps. And it's like, awesome. It's the hottest part of the day. Yeah, that sounds That's, great. You, you, you 3 think, p.m. Uh, is an there, awesome nap time. Yeah. You think people there are lazy? It's how I'm going to live my life starting right now since you told me about it. Yeah, I don't. I just. And you're. I think you and I are like, that was kind of the end of the interaction, but I was just, I just looked at him and I was like, okay, like that was it. I was just like, I don't, you don't want to talk to me about this, man, because we're, I think, I like to think I'm very hardworking and I, I understand why people have a sense of pride in being hard. Sure. I think being hardworking is important if it's important to you. Sure. And I just got a text from Jenna. She said, uh, disagrees. <laughs> in my career. I didn't say like at my house or in my marriage. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, but, and I think you're incredibly hardworking, but I just don't like this idea that that is the measure of a man. Right. Like, I think it's one of those things where you can be proud and be hardworking, but like also, man, you gotta, you gotta take a fucking day, dude. It's not even your money. You, here's the thing. Right. 30 years. And fifth, like if, you, if it's your company, like if you run your, I know a lot of people who run their own shit, they put in 80 hours of work a week, you know, they're building their thing, there's a reward at the end of it, it's their life is on their shoulders. And that's the way they've decided to do it and build it, and I understand that. But, sure. like, well, I, I was just a regular employee here at the Tree Tool Shop. And then I was a managerial employee at the tree tool shop, half and half, 15 and 15. And in all them times, I took one calendar day per decade of not going in. I just, I hope you got a fucking cut of the profits, man. I'm just I'd gonna, also like to know is he what your, is, days. Is the owner your dad? Is he going to leave you this? Yeah, what are the days? What's, if you are that hard up. What are the days? What, what three things happened that made you take a day off? How many trees are you selling on Thanksgiving? What if he has four kids? <laughs> I just, that could actually be it. You know guys that mow the lawn twice? Yeah. And you're like, you already mowed that. And you're like, you just hear someone yelling from the house. And another thing! And you're just like, okay. I get it now. So that guy just lives at the tree shop, the tree tool shop. Dude, yeah, I don't listen. I am all for working hard and stuff like you said. But um, I went to Italy one time and I had to run down. Basically, there were steps down this cliff because we were going to a farm to table restaurant and it was cash only. And okay. we had we, we didn't have any cash. So I had to go to the ATM. And I had 10 minutes before the, the shuttle van came or whatever. So I ran down the steps of this cliff, got my money, ran up in time. But as I was running up, I saw all these old people that had to sit on benches. And I was just like, that's what you want to do? You want to work as hard as ever till you're 70 and then 
have to spend one whole day of your vacation going up the stairs? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I would rather my kids have to pay my credit card debt and I really had a kick-ass time. <laughs> the... <laughs> I, and it's not just that. I think a lot of times the attitude gets put on like those 60 year old men who's like, oh, you should have, you know, they all sit around the coffee shop. Did you go to work every day this week, Jeff? Uh, sure. Did. I had, was in an auger accident and uh, still drug my leg stump into work <laughs> right. to make sure my boss earned his cash. And I, but it's not just the, it's not just those guys. It's, it's the young, it's the same thing as this hustle 24 seven. Oh, hustle culture. You know, like, right, oh, right. I get, oh, I drive Uber and then I do my, I do my paintings on the weekend and then I'm, I'm hustling it. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, Blech. it is a lot of, it's a lot of shit. Like the guys that will sell, they'll have an entire table of t-shirts and then you turn around and they somehow fold the table into a smoked nut stand. You're like, how is this happening right now? Yeah. I mean, they just always have something going on. It's like, when do you sleep? I don't. Oh, okay. Great. And, very, and, very fun. And to be very, like, I understand, like, a, most people like us need to, need to work and need to work full time to of earn course. the money. That's I'm not talking about, like working hard to earn your living to stay alive. It's just, I view work as an exchange where somebody... I'm taking what they give it because I'm working for a liver. Somebody goes, hey, I want your you to work. I want your work. And I go, okay, I want the money. And then that's the end of it. And I don't quite understand. If it's not your business... You know, and I'm all for, yeah. you know, I'm all for going above and beyond here and there, you know, but you bought my work and I gave you my work and that's the end of it. And if you want mm -hmm. me to give you a bunch of extra work, I'm not going to do it because the most important thing to be is hard working. Eat my ass, man. I got three days and 30 years. Come on. Come on. I think, this, I think this whole thing was just a ploy for you to trick someone into eating your ass. Now, uh, listen, I mean, if your boss says something like, uh, hey, I'd love to invite you over for Christmas dinner, but I need you to come into the shop. I mean, that guy's just being a dick. Sure. You don't have to work every single day. Well, I'm, I'm assuming the shop is closed. I'm assuming I'm I'm assuming the so, shop closed. So you're closes. you're saying that he had his normal days off, but he only took three sick days. That's what it sounds like, and, and vacation days is the way he made it seem. It made it seem like he, you know, he is here. This is his place. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he's not working on like, you know, Christmas Eve. I don't know. I don't know. But, I, I I I hate I hate all of it. Because how else are you going to get, if you work on Christmas Eve, how else are you going to get to Frazee, Minnesota, Bethlehem Church, and hear an entire family fuck up the song, Mary, Did You Know? <laughs> Every single year. You think that's not what I look forward to? I don't care if Santa Claus misses the house. As long as I can check out this family, it's as if they practiced in different rooms and they were all given different sheet music. It is fascinating. 
And now it's a tradition because we don't go to that church anymore because my, you know, my grandma's no longer with us. So now we do it at, at the house the, <laughs> as we're as we're opening gifts. We just each pick a note, not even close, and we go for it. Can I Mary, did you know? It's a lot of that. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Can I give you the positive thing? Please, God, please do. And so this, I've been working on this for a minute, and it just bore fruit recently. And that is going to be a pun after you hear the story, but it's not, it's not meant to be one. Okay. So there are a couple of small farmer's markets near where I live. Okay. I love a farmer's market. I love a roadside fruit stand. That was my favorite thing about living in California was I lived right by the Topanga Canyon. And if I drove over the canyon, there is this spot where this guy had a roadside fruit stand. And he was one of my like three or four best friends in Los Angeles. I sure. loved it. And so you know, every time I hear Topanga Canyon, I always think of Boy Meets World. Yes. And then I think of Mr. Furley. Nope, not Mr. Not Furley. Mr. That's Mr. Three's Furley. Company. That's three's... Man, that was you uh, really olded yourself there. Yeah, but I think of Mr. F- Every time I think of Topanga, I think of the cast of Dick Van Dyke. Any time I hear Topanga, I remember when I met Mary Magdalene. The, it's Mr. Feeney is who you're thinking of. Okay, Mr. Feeney. Also, he did the voice. I'm going to take you back another notch to the 80s. He did the voice of the car kit in Knight Rider. Great. So Thank you. Yeah, keep going. But Topanga, I don't know. One of the, (laughs) I had, by the way, there are pictures, my brother and Joel, their prom pictures. I don't know why at that point in my life I was inserting myself into events that I didn't belong at. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I like, I was the one who, I just went to some of my sister's parent teacher conferences. I didn't, that's not a place for me at all. Like I'm like 20 and doing that. That's not the right decision. Uh, Greg, you know, all the parents come to take the prom pictures. Yep. I just showed up to that in, uh, in an I heart Topanga shirt that I had gotten uh, online. Yeah. Please find one for me. So somewhere, yeah, somewhere there's a picture of Greg and Joel in tuxes and me with arms around each of them with a shirt that says I heart Topanga. And <laughs> so this, there's a couple of stands near my house okay i'm gonna interrupt you one more time and then i swear i'm gonna let you tell the story imagine you come to my place in minnesota okay okay and you're working somewhat busy you have things on the schedule but you make time to come see me okay and i make this is one of this is one of my three days i make you stand 40 feet away from me in a freezing garage. Oh, this is what this is about. 
And then later I tell you that I spend time in flea markets and fruit stands and farmers markets. Did your heart just break? Well, I mean, no. Uh, I think okay. uh, there's some context missing here. I don't know if there's much. I mean, I was outside in both of those places, and uh, I just, uh, I, you're coming to my house in September. Fucking let, let it live. <laughs> let it be. So I, I, there is a roadside farmer's market by okay. my house that mm-hmm. I was stopping at often. And I love you get okay. you get your little bundle of berries in the little cardboard box and I'm really into it and eh, I like it. And then one day I was walking around I like I had something in my car and I was going to throw it away before I walked in and I saw a garbage can back on the side of the tent and I walked there to throw it away and in the garbage can is a bunch of fucking plastic containers that say Driscoll on them. Oh. And I would rather, I, I have, I don't, I think Jenna could have a secret family right now and I'd feel less betrayed. I li- oh, thank God. I'm glad you said that. I had, <laughs> I, I think by myself behind the tent, I was just standing there going, oh, 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 <laughs> just like making these disgust noises. And I fortunately, oh, fortunately, I just like walked. I just, I was like, don't even engage. So I was, you want to see the most dramatic white mom in the history of America? See me who's been duped into paying extra for Driscoll raspberries because they're in a cardboard crate. Walking sure. away with my hands in the air just to myself like, I can't even. I, ugh, I can't. I have to tell you. I thought you were mad that there was recyclables in a normal garbage can. I'm mad about that too, but that didn't even. That's, that's not what even I thought this. the entire thing was about. Because I was going to tell you, I went to drop off my cardboard boxes at the recyclable center, and there's always these boxes. So three times in a row, I go there. There's boxes just strewn about, and so what the people don't know is. Your address is on the box. Somebody sent you this box. So your address is on it. So after three times of getting the same person, I went to, I brought the boxes back to their home and I knocked on their door and I go, Hey, did you just, uh," I had them in my car and I go, did you drop off um, recyclables today? And they were like, well, yeah, it was a couple days ago. And I was like, okay, great. You missed. And then I brought them back their boxes. I was like, put it in the thing. (laughs) well it doesn't fit no shit dude you got to break it down so it fits in the little hole it's so you don't put like trikes and bodies in there they were in full box they didn't even full box form these fucking savages monsters i say so i get in my car and i'm essentially you know emotionally dry heaving and i have i've cut this farm so i'm down to I go to this new farmer's market that's at a different place. Anytime I drive by, I stop there. I drive by it probably three times a week. And that place gets, and I, like, I asked about it. Uh, you know, I got yeah. a little uppity, and I asked about it. But they do get their peaches delivered from Georgia. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Oh, you are. Peaches. You are going to really like wow. what's about to happen, Chad. 
Okay, I can't wait. Very rarely have I been more confident that you and I are going to feel the same way about something. Interesting. Okay. So, as a side note, though, I did like, I made sure I went around to like Kroger and Whole Foods and stuff, and all their peaches are way bigger than these peaches. So, there's nowhere they could be buying the peaches locally and lying to me. Like, that's where my okay. brain is at. I don't, I just, I've been hurt before, and now I carry that into all new relationships with fruit stands and farmers sure, markets. Sure, sure. I just want to tell you, I'm sorry that I said crazy earlier. Thank I you. I appreciate I that. So. After the first couple times I'd been there, I think it was probably the third time I was going there, the song you were just singing as I was pulling up, I thought it would be a fun, funny thing to do to roll uh-huh. all my windows down and play Peaches by the Presidents of the United States of America. Oh, it's so good. Moving to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. <laughs> I love it. So I pull up, and I parked the car, and I left all the windows rolled down. And so Peaches is playing while I buy my peaches. And so I had this, like, this is probably one of the only good things I've done in 25 years. So I bought my peaches, and then I have all this garage sale cash that I'm not really spending anywhere. And so Mm -hmm. I gave the kids a 20 like, so I bought two peaches and I just gave them a twine and I was like, because everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And then I gave yeah. them a 20 and they were Ain't like, awesome. they were like, whoa. And so then every time I go there, I've been doing it for like four weeks now. I play mm-hmm. peaches and I always yeah. hand them a five or a 10. And it's, it's an array of probably five or six different college age kids and one middle aged woman. Middle-aged woman hates me. The college, but I've like, okay. the six, so this Saturday, basically what we've gotten to is I've kind of Pavlov dogged these children into when I pull up, I pulled up Saturday playing Peaches, and they know they get tipped, and everybody was like, sm- I noticed everybody's smiling. One of the kids gave me a fucking high five as yeah. I walked in. And I noticed, like, as I was paying for my peaches, I saw one of the kids standing in the back. Who There's no way he knows this song before me. But he's just back right. there like, millions of peaches, peaches <laughs> for me, millions That's of peaches. That's so good. And it's, it, and it's this move. insanely joyous environment that I share with myself and the employees of the stand. But there's other people there shopping. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Is this Mr. Peach? Does he own the stand? What the fuck yeah. is happening right now? And it's, Chad, it is the most joyous experience that I've had for sure since the pandemic started. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's a great song, number one. Number two, we have a, we have a farmer's market here. It's college kids, like you said. You go in and uh, you're like, hey, man, could you find me a watermelon that's good? And they're like tapping it. They're like playing the watermelon with their middle finger. And they're like, you're going to eat it today? You're going to eat it in three days. It's like, <laughs> I'll cut it up today. It's like, all right, not this one. This one's three days away. And you're like, what are you taking in school? And they're like, English. You're like, well, fucking quit it. <laughs> quit taking English and play with the watermelon or, or do some sort of agricultural shit because you're very good at it. Yeah. Why are you fighting this? Well, I mean, you, you think yeah, you're you, going to need if you can put your when ear, to say when to start a sentence with whom at a farmer's market? You don't. 
So cut the shit. If you can put your ear up to a musk melon and tell me what day this week I should cut that bitch up, let's stay in this industry. Yeah, if you can put your ear up to a musk melon and then you turn and you go, it actually just told me it wants to be called a cantaloupe. You're like, all right, great. This is fucking awesome what you're doing. You should get into performing art, some sort of maybe skits. Maybe you could do a skit. Uh, but I love it. And I love the fact that you played Peaches. And I lo- listen, if people can't get in, let me, here's the thing. There are two kinds of people on planet Earth. People that go, when they see a magic trick, right? They go, oh, I, I know how he does that. I know how they do that. And there's people that go, what's fucking magic? And the people that yell, oh my God, it's magic. You pull up playing peaches to a farmer's market. And I promise you, they got a little fucking boogie in their shorts. It's really, really, really great. And I don't know how long it'll last. It's been the last two weeks or so. It's been fun. Saturday, it was the greatest experience in the world. And yeah. uh, I just like the idea of those kids being there. And because it's, it's not a busy road. It's like a side road. And then all of a sudden sure. from down the street, you just hear. Yeah. Now, here's a question. Do you have it on pause? And then when you get, you know, you're within earshot, that's when you start it and you slow ride up. I don't slow ride up, but I know exactly, like, I, there's a, a road marker sign that I have queued, and that's where I, like, I'm at the yep. beginning of the song, and that's, hit it, because that's about when I pull in the parking lot, like, moving to the country, yeah, it's great. I will tell you this, you're right, besides Jenna being very important to us, yeah. This is as close as we'll ever come to having the same feelings. Yes, I thought that would be the case. I thought this is something that you... And I should check and see if they're open in September. Because I think it would be fun if they're like, Oh, Mr. Peaches brought his dad. Oh, fuck off. But I will tell you this. (laughs) They'll think I'm your grandpa because I'm going to be wearing a Peaches shirt and a Peaches trucker cap that I made on my cricket. There's just no doubt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wonder I wonder how like right now it's this cool fun. I think they the other thing with the kids is and this is why the middle-aged lady doesn't like me. They fucking get it. They're still young enough that they know right. they're like, "Okay, here's a dude who clearly thought it was funny to play this peach song that we've never heard while he buys peaches." And I think they probably looked around at the other customers and were like, "And he's right." It's really funny. And so, but I wonder how, like, so right now it's got that, like, everybody on board joy, but it could take a weird dark turn where one day I just show up in a peach costume. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, I I hope you do. Or we just just find out where one of the kids uh, lives and just leave a peach on the sidewalk by their house. Like, well, maybe don't do that. You could, I'm, I'm saying like ring doorbells. Yeah, I'm saying you could. Right now, this is a fun, healthy, wonderful thing. But there, there are some ways that you could take it that wouldn't, that wouldn't be that. Like I don't think I should sit on the hood of the car with a knife and slice up the peach and eat it in front of everybody. Like that's not a good decision. I also think that's not a good decision. Good for you. I'm glad that you've made it there. We're just both on the hood, and I'm slicing the peaches off, 
and dropping them right into your mouth. Oh my god, I'm, I'm into that, because number one, I love peaches. If the song is playing, even better. If we're wearing, if we've ordered our Fruit of the Loom costumes, yes, where we're all a different fruit. Yeah. If we show up four deep, so Ethan and Joel are going to be there in September. If we show up four deep mm -hmm. in different fruit costumes, <laughs> come on. You have to be kidding me. It'd be so good. And the great thing is, in September, all the college kids are going to be at, back at school, so it's just going to be the lady. Yeah. She is and, not going to be thrilled And then with the our next existence. summer, she has to tell him, because you know she probably bitches about me. And the next summer, they're all like, I wonder if Mr. Peaches is going to come back and keep tipping us this summer. And she's like, You're never going to believe this. The week after you guys left, he showed up with three other men in costumes. And they're like, Whatever, Lisa, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> You just hate him. You just don't understand Mr. Peaches. Stop telling stories to ruin our opinion of Mr. Peaches. We don't believe you, Lisa. I love how you picked Lisa. That's a good one. Yeah, oh, she's... That's a good one to have a nasally bitchy voice to say that name in. Lisa, stop. Yeah, I'm sure the owner of the roadside stand had to, or the farmer's market had to show up and be like, hey, guys. Lisa's really upset about this this fella showing up. Can you guys, is that true? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> the kids think it's funny, but it is distracting the customers. Into what? Buying more peaches? Don't buy it. I've also become, I really, the one thing that I really understand is peach firmness. I know you were saying this about the kids, but I've eaten, because yeah. what I always do is I buy two peaches. I just buy two, and I think, because I go there about every other day. I drive by it about every other day because it's on my way to something that I go to regularly. Sure. And so I always think, like, I'll buy two peaches. I'll eat one today and one tomorrow. And then I get in my car and I eat two peaches before the stop sign. And, right. But I've really figured out I can really tap into the peach. Like, I go, oh, these are the ones. The peach firmness on these two this is going to be as good as it gets. Well, good for you. Thank I mean, you. it's not easy to find. So I know that you can buy fruit that isn't quite ripe yet, and you put it in a paper bag, a brown paper bag, and it speeds up the process because of the different air stuff in there. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I can pick a watermelon out. I can pick a cantaloupe out. I do have trouble uh, with some other things like corn. I'm not very good at picking corn there's always missing corn sure um but I'm, I'm looking forward to going to this this fruit stand i'm gonna call it a fruit stand well i ain't very good at picking corn but if you need a country singer to lay down some porn they got who is this that's not a no your turn you no. tell a story i would rather listen to mary did you know um okay so i'm out eating with Olivia. Okay, we're in the, we're, we're we're transitioning out of peaches. Yep. Out of the out of the fruit stand, out of the peaches. Uh, friend of the show, Fritz Nothnagel. Yes. Is staying at the cabin okay. with his lovely wife and his two lovely kids. Okay. We go out to eat and Olivia all of a sudden this is what she does. She is a very like uh, you know how dogs will be like squirrel. She's very much like that as a person. So we're having a conversation. The conversation dies down. And she goes, oh, my God, of this volume. 
She goes, and it's packed and it's packed. And she goes, oh my God, did I tell you that I saw a little baby bird with a little pecker? Oh no. And we were like, oh no. Even I was like, can you, can you calm down, please? What's happening? And she was like, I saw a little baby bird with a little pecker. And I was like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? I know you're going to college, but I still have to live here. So, which it doesn't really bother me. I just don't know that she knows. What's she saying? Go, you can't keep screaming little pecker. Yeah. And so I go, well, yeah, I mean, I go, give the bird some, cut the bird some slack. It's a baby bird. It's going to have a little pecker. And she's like, what? She goes, yeah, I know. And I go, well, yeah, like eagles. You ever seen an e eagle has a huge pecker? And she goes, wait, what? And I go, what are you talking about? And finally she goes, it's the little thing on the end of the beak that goes through the egg. And I go, that's not called a pecker. It can't be. No. And she, it's called a tooth, first of all. It has, it's, it's literally, it's called a tooth to get through the egg when the, ba the baby bird is born. Uh, whew, that was a lot of alliteration, especially with my stutter. That was an extra couple bees. Baby bird. Push it. Push it real good. <laughs> so she's arguing with me. She goes, Dad, there's something extra on the end of the beak. And I go, yeah, foreskin. <laughs> and she's like, what? And so now we're confusing each other. I said... She goes, no, no, no. It's the extra thing that it's born with on the end of the beak. And I go, yes. And Jewish birds, when they turn 13, get it cut off and they get a bunch of money. They throw them a party. I don't, like, Jewish birds. I don't think that's accurate at all. She's going crazy. She's like, birds can't be Jewish. And I'm like, you are saying pecker. Pecker is like a dick. And she goes, it is. She totally folded. She didn't have any idea what the problem was the entire time. She's just like, well, it's the, the, the pecker, the thing they peck with. Why wouldn't you call that a pecker? And I'm like, because dick already took that word. I don't know why you wouldn't call it a pecker, but I just don't. Yeah, when you because see a, a dick big, is a pecker. When you see like a big bell. That goes dong. You don't call that a dong because Dick already yeah. took dong. Hey, look at that guy in the yard with his big donger. Yeah. You're like, no, you can't do that. He's just showing off to the baby bird with the tiny pecker. That's all he's doing. The uh, I, I was laughing so fucking hard at this pecker thing that now all I've said, anytime we see a bird, I go, my God, put some pants on. I can see your pecker. And she hates it. And I do think that's how a joke becomes a dad joke. Sure. Is when you tell it, it, it works the first time. And then now you manage to work it into conversation with everyone you see. I think that's how, like, you know, right. It's 95 degrees outside. You have your air conditioning on at 68 in your car and you get out of the car and you're like, oh shit, I almost created a thunderstorm. There was a low front coming in and a high front. And everyone's like, oh, that's meteorology. I get it. And then you just keep doing that to strangers. And that, that's how it becomes a dad joke. So this put some pants on. I can see your pecker is getting old. Eventually you're at a tool rental shop like, must be nice. <laughs> or driving up to a peach stand playing peaches. The, I like, I really like that. That word is so because I don't think your daughter is naive. I just think that pecker think is a old. word that's like, yeah, it's a very aged word that 
isn't used nowadays. I think that's uh, I think that's a very funny aspect of this. I do too. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know like learning another language and you go down and you fuck it up and they're like, how do you not know this? It's like, well, I don't, I don't know all the words. Yeah. Like if she was hanging out with her high school friends and she's like, you should have seen this tiny bird with its little pecker that have been like, Oh, the kid on the nose. Like, do you think that's what would have happened? Or do you think this is a situation <laughs> yes. where her friends would have gone? Uh, do you mean the bird's cock? Like how, right. I'm not sure if that is a word that has left the, uh, the mainstream, Lexicon. I don't know if that's the right word. Lexicon? I think so. I think so. And I also think... Uh, Zeitgeist is another word that I don't understand. Yep, that's not... We don't want to do that. Um, What's a zeitgeist? I oh, just know it's not uh, lexicon. Okay. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think she could have ended the conversation very quickly if she would have said like, Oh, I didn't know it was called a pecker. Because my boyfriend always calls his a dick. And it's like, okay, yeah. enough. Yeah, she could have won that conversation. Mary, did you sure. know? Let's see, let's see, let's see what zeitgeist means. The defining okay. spirit or mood of a particular period of history as shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. I'm not sure that I understand it still. So witch burning, I think, is a zeitgeist. The story captured the zeitgeist of the late 1960s. Yeah, I think if you were like, you know, I didn't like my wife, so I told everybody she was a witch and they fucking burned her. I think that would be uh, capturing the zeitgeist of Salem at that time. Yeah, that, that tracks. So is there anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean... You know, normally I end with I got to go or whatever, but I do want to tell you um, that this week, mm -hmm. um, if you could just pu push it real good. Oh, push it real good. Yeah, uh, I am going to play Peaches after this episode. So I, you know, that would have been a weird well, transition. Salt and, and Peppa, if you're listening, I tried. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches
everybody, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.